Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Kirsten Carey, president and CEO of Nourish, who are all about transformational healing. And Kirsten is a CEO and is a certified holistic nutritionist and a chef and trained in various healing modalities, including CBT, EFT, NLP, hypnosis, biofield healing, and more. Fantastic. Hey, Kirsten, welcome to the show. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for showing up and willing to share all this today. So, hey, let's start with where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Oh, who I love to work with. Um, I love to work with women, personally. Um, typically, they're 35 to 65. Uh, they're usually go-getter kind of women, A-type personalities, typically, uh, who are used to pushing through, doing their thing, and they're the ones everybody comes to for stuff, but they, they're they suffering in some way inside. They're not getting the life that they want, mm. uh, energetically, physically, emotionally. They're just not living life. There. And a lot of them are saying things like, is this it? <laughs> Like I've done all this work and this is all, this is it. Like, yeah. and they know there's something more. Um, and a lot of them are, are challenged with um, health conditions a lot of times. And they're just, you know, symptoms of I'm not living my true self and true purpose. So I mm. love, love, love that. Uh, we do have a men's program as well, but it's, I truly love, love, love working with women. Nice. And so with this, what is it that you find like you know, time and time again, the women especially come to you with that you have to maybe help them to to work through or gain some awareness or overcome so that they're able to really experience what it is that you offer um it, most of them when they first come to us they're they're very logical in their thought process they're looking for the steps like i we just enrolled a new client yesterday and she said exactly what we hear with a lot of clients just give me the plan and i'll follow it and then i can get the um the weight loss i'm looking for i can get the health return that i'm looking for i can feel like myself again and i can get the money flowing in my life like she but what she was saying is give me the plan and i'll follow it so the people who come to us they tend to be compliant but what they're mm-hmm. doing is they're detaching from what they really need and they're just looking to follow something and that's mm-hmm. where their detach comes in right that's where their challenge is coming in is that they're like just show me the perfect plan and i'll follow it they don't fully appreciate that there's a perfect plan for them and that Mm. they have to be part of the process and finding what that is because though my we are big fans of no gluten no dairy for people we just have never seen anybody excel with gluten and dairy in their diet however there's a right diet for the person at the time where they are in their healing process there's the right um, type of support for them emotionally mentally and physically and that's going to continue to flux and change 
mm. over time. So whenever somebody says, I'm looking for the plan, I know they've done the stuff in the past that didn't work for them because frankly, our clients, they vibrated a very, uh, I don't want to say higher specifically, but they vibrated a different frequency than the average person. So they're usually very frustrated that they're watching other people follow other protocols that they found online. They're they're eating vegan or they're eating special plant-based food or they're they're eating the carnivore diet or they're eating paleo and they're watching other people get the results that they're looking for but it doesn't work for them no matter how compliant mm. they are how good they are it's because they don't either understand or appreciate that they vibrated a different frequency than the average person and therefore it's never going to work for them they have to learn how to roll with their frequency and what brings them to be who they really are Nice. Now you're talking the love language of unforget yourself because all, all these other courses, training programs, uh, marketing strategies, diets, relationships, all these other things, everything works. But is it right for you? It doesn't take into account. And rarely do we take into account where are we within this process? What is our, what are, what are our traits? Where do we go to? What is our genetic makeup? What is our human design? What's our love language? Oh my gosh, all these things come into play. So without the full understanding of ah, remembering who we are, right. you're taking into account, just give me the plan, but it's not going to work for you. So how do you manage to find and guide people through to see what is the right thing for you personally? I mean, it's first is even them even wrapping their head around the concept that what they're doing is they're trying to figure it out from here, their answer is going to be here. And sometimes that's the longest jump that they can make, right? Like, it's just this little space, but they're dropping into their body into their knowing, you call it the knowing here. And it's this, it's, it's not instinct, because that can be manufactured in your, in your traumas over time. It's not even intuition. It's this deeper sense of self that is guiding you when you allow it to come through. And most of us have turned that off through conditioning, through traumas, through things when we were little that we believed it was safer not to listen to that voice because the people who were in charge of caring for us helped us shut that down. Either they had their own traumas and taught us that, mm. or we felt unsafe, typically up to the age of seven years old. So when you really look at how we squash the knowing, and if you, if you hang out with animals for 10 minutes you start to watch they have a knowing sense that isn't shoved out of them the way it is out of uh, humans the way that we do mm. they just they they're guided they know they they don't question it they don't freak out about it. they don't think about it for days and weeks and months and years after the fact they just process and go with it mm. we don't and we override the knowing and then we end up not understanding how to listen to the message and receive it well, so we teach people how to receive it Let's take that in a slightly different direction because, yeah, I'm with you. We do get all these things and we have the um, the beliefs or the programming put into us of what we need to do and we're guided. Mm -hmm. But also, deep down as well, a lot of times in different circumstances, we, we, we want to be told what to do. We want to give away uh, our agency to be able to it's, it's easier that way. So again, finding the, the quickest path, the, where it's the brain looking for the least amount of calories to use, the simplest way, how can I be more resourceful? So we want to give it away at certain times. So it's battling the conditioning, but also oh, the, the lazy kind of desire or whatever that's you know, societal or even just hereditary or biological, right? 
Yeah, well, I mean, everything that's coming at us, I mean, no matter what country you live in at this point, everything that's coming at us reinforces the concept of let someone else tell you what to do. And that's the right thing. I mean, that's how we set up our schools. It's how our government, I mean, it's easier to, to manage a group of people if they're all following the same thing and doing what they're told to do. Mm. So we don't want a lot of people, and I'm not conspiracy theorying this, I'm just, we don't want a lot of people thinking for themselves and being driven by their underlying self their core knowing because it's not as easy to manage a group of people when they think that way so everything supports that you're being a good girl this good girls follow directions and and yes we need people to follow directions to a point but there is a point where we beat that out of our children emotionally mentally physically so that they are easier to manage so then we sit there and go oh well i'm safer if I'm listening to them and it's easier and therefore there's less effort for me because I don't have to fight the concept. So oh my gosh, what you just said there about with the kids, it's being a, being a parent and a business owner with creating on forget yourself and being you know, a bonus dad to four kids. It's like, I was dropped in a deep end. Oh my gosh, that was a, that was a step, but also it was starting to question, okay, parenting, we're, we're trying to do the right thing. We right. want them to grow up to be questioning things and putting themselves out there and speaking up for themselves. We also want them to, do the homework, do the right yeah. thing. You know, so it's like we find that there's there's that balance of yeah. they do contradict each other. It's like, oh my gosh, this is a minefield. Yeah. And and hallelujah to the parents who are figuring it out. We have lots of clients who we help them through it, but I have dogs for a reason. I am a fantastic aunt and I have lots of nieces and nephews. And but there there's a level to that that there's a lot. I mean, it's a minefield. Yeah. all the time where we want them to think for themselves but we also need them to obey at certain times because we need to get mm. life done right so how do you help that mix how do you help them understand that and also be their own people because yeah. we have a lot of clients who are young who are under 25 and they struggle in all sorts of ways because they had helicopter parents and they had parents who made every decision for them and now they don't know how to function so i mean the idea that parenting being adults our job is to help the children become functional adults. The definition of functional adult, I think is where a lot of the challenge comes in. Mm. And right? again, there's so many different aspects to this with the mental ability, the software that we have, our body, how to use our brain and our, our body and the, the, the systems that we have. Oh my gosh, there's so much in there. The power we have is incredible. But we're not fucking taught this in schools. There's so much right. within controlling you know, our the way that we you know, fight, flight, freeze, managing your brainwaves, dropping them down, metabolizing the, the the chemicals that come in, and also the nuances of hey, you're a lady, I'm a man. We metabolize at different levels yep. and different speeds. Yet the literature or the advice is pretty much bulk, yep. one size fits all. That's why it's so damn hard. So again, back to the original point you made: find the right thing for you. The yeah, right always. Diet, and the right principles, the right practices. Try not to, I'm sorry, try not to, to squash the conversation. So much of what people want is the easy route where they just want to take the pill and they just want it to go away. What that's doing a lot of times is squashing the conversation and the knowing gets snuffed out mm. because we're not listening. So pain, uh, any symptom really, pain, thyroid disorder, hair falling out, weight that won't leave our bodies that we really don't want to hold on to, they're all symptoms that you are not aligned with the conversation your body is trying to have with you with that mm. symptom so when people come to us or they go to they go to conventional medicine typically the conventional medicine is like let me just give you the thing that will shut down the 
conversation will shut down the symptom will shut down the, and then that next thing has to show up to try and get your attention and the next thing and then that's how we end up with autoimmune disease and we end up with cancers and we end up with chronic issues, but it's dramatically getting worse across the board in every country everywhere. Because we are squashing the symptoms over and over and over. So therefore, we're snuffing out the conversation. Mm, one beautiful principle that we, we love teaching is you listen to the whispers before they become screams. Right. Listen to your body. And it's it's tough and it can be sneaky, but the, the clues are there. But you need to be in a safe environment. You need, damn it, you need to know what the right questions are to be able to ask and explore that. So um, I, I want to just jump in a different direction because we yeah. were chatting away offline for like crumbs a long time before we press record. It was so much fun. So many sort of concepts came out from the similarities with, with our business and how we approach things. And, you know, we were right in the wrongs of the world, but the energy exchange, that's one thing I want to sort of come back into because so many entrepreneurs that have been in this show or, or that listen, whether they're solopreneurs trying to get things going or CEOs trying to move out, there can be a struggle sometimes with fully understanding the energy exchange of the business, of maybe charging your worth, um, the need, the desire to help people. So do you want to sort of speak to that for a minute? Yeah. So, I mean, let, let's just start with the concept of everything is energy, everything. So money is its own frequency. Um, anger is its own frequency. The tree outside has its own frequency. Everything has anything is everything is revolving and, and, and moving through energy and is energy all day long. So if you, I always have people try and think of it this way, that you have like a giant radio available to you, like one of the old school radios where you had to dial in the specific frequency to get the news or the sound or the, the music that you were listening to. We have that ability to do that with anything. So like money is an easy one for people to really, I think, wrap their heads around where money is a frequency. And if you don't have a good relationship with money, it means you're not dialing in the frequency the right way for you and you're spinning past it. Or it's coming in all crackly because you didn't quite get the, the, the message or you didn't quite get the dial to, to hit the right FM station or AM station. So if you look at it that way, it's everything's an energy exchange. Something is always being shifted, but you can't dissolve energy. You can't get rid of energy. It shows up in a different different form like gas shows up as ice and ice shows up as water and it, it but it's the energy doesn't change it just changes into a different form it doesn't mm. dissolve can't eliminate it so when you look at it from that standpoint everything is energy if you are not charging your worth you will not get the clients the way that you want them because you won't be attracting the right type of clients you're only going to be attracting people in the energy exchange you're willing to, to charge mm. So if you're not that, charging your worth, sorry. That ahead. nuance there, I mean, and it's a logical argument of, but I want to help more people. Maybe I shouldn't charge you know, thousands. Maybe it's just hundreds. Maybe it's tens. I, who am I to charge this amount of money? Because if I if I charge less, then I'll help more people. I can help those people that selfishly other people won't help. So I'm going to drop my prices to help them. Now, there's a little bit of confidence that comes with that. There's a little bit of hiding that comes out in self-worth. But... Um, yeah, you, you've had this where you yeah. offered your, your, your programs for free mm -hmm. and what's the result? Yeah. I mean, we, 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 you know, sat down and said, fine. Cause you know, people push back. I'm suffering. You have the answer. And, and, you know, as practitioners, we want everybody to feel all the things we know we have the answer. So we went out and we did a, um, people could win five people could win the program that we were doing at the time. The program was $10,000 and we had all these people apply for it and five people won. And I kid you not, not a one of them completed 
the program, not one of them. And they were people who then wouldn't show up for meetings. They no-showed my, my team and myself. They didn't complete the homework. They didn't complete the exercise. They didn't get, one of them didn't even follow through to get her labs done. Like she never even showed up. So it was like, you put this time and effort energy to apply for this, you got this thing. It's because the energy exchange was then corrupted, mm. right? They didn't put enough in to then show up and get enough out. So we typically, when people are paying, they rarely don't finish the program. Sometimes there's just something that just doesn't work. We, hmm. we decide this is gonna ship. But I mean, huge percentage of, of the people complete because the energy exchange is different. And hmm. I, I, I wasn't shocked, but I was disappointed that it worked out that way when, when these people didn't, not, not one of the five. <laughs> so but this is, I think this is a great example because of, maybe this is one thing, maybe like kids, as me as a kid, I didn't listen to anything my parents says. So like, I have to, don't do that. You're going to hurt yourself. Oh, I'm fine. Ouch, that hurt. You need the experiential yes. understanding. So as entrepreneurs, it might be, you need to, you know, serve the wrong people you need to yeah. not charge your worth and then eventually be like ah oh, shit you know what I think they were right but there's something in that that maybe as humans we need to experience before we can fully take it on just you hearing you talk about that I remember when you know when, when we first started out uh, we had one lady on who was like I, I really want to join your program however I, I just I just can't afford it there was a value challenge and an objection i just can't afford it you probably can but you can't value it fine anyway i remember later on and she actually won we gave it away you know i think once a month one person to be able to join and she won it. i'm like i was thrilled for her she never even showed up no didn't right? do it i just remembered that i'm like oh my gosh it's the same thing yeah how can we learn these things quicker how can we learn the right things for for us as business owners yeah i mean for it's first is really getting to the core of what's really going on when we say things like, I want to help more people. It's not fair that they can't afford it. The concept of what's affording, like I've seen people who tell me they can't afford something that they say is really important to them, but they then go buy a very expensive dog. They go out and buy a very expensive this because my value isn't in what they're spending their money in. Their value isn't what they're spending their money. So when we start to understand what's truly driving our thought process, that's yeah, I was just going to say, with that, where is it? Because I think this is a nuance. Is the value in the way you have the confidence in what you're doing and what you're, what, how the results, the transformation that you can bring? Or is it in a value not being received or seen by the other party? Because I think those two things, they can both play a role with it's this. both. Yeah, it's, it's 100% both. Because if you have somebody saying that I don't see the value in what you're doing, you're attracting a type of person who doesn't have value for what you're doing. And you're also not holding the frequency of that value either. And the other idea is if somebody keeps saying this is too expensive, let them go. It's not our job to save them all. And I, I want to save them all. And I've gotten caught up in the fine, we'll figure out a way to make this work for you. And every single time I'm like, what? what i don't trust the knowing right the person's coming to you they're saying all the right things but their their actions are not supporting what they say they want mm. right so i think we need to do the same thing for ourselves and say what is it that we really want do we want to help as many people and what, what does help look like like there's a point where there's there's a program that we have unless somebody really fills out the application they have the conversation with us and we really see it being a good fit we don't let them in because that energy exchange is not only gonna impact them and impact us and my team and how they mm. love coming to their job every day, it's gonna impact our clients. 
Like it's going to have an impact on the success rate of all of our other clients too. So when we have the right people, people hit levels that are absolutely phenomenal and amazing. You start throwing a few bad apples in there because you feel bad for them and you want to try and drag them over the, the finish line because they're not doing mm. it for themselves. They don't get the results. They impact the people around them. They then blame you for it. You're always going to be the one that screwed it up. It was your fault. But in the end, it kind of is because you you saw it, you felt it, and you let them through it. Like, oh, that, that that's beautiful. In the end, it kind of is. What role did we play in all of this? Right. And you're talking about the energy exchange. The everything is energy. There is a frequency to everything. So bringing the wrong frequency into into your community, your business, whatever it might be for you. And also have the energy that you're bringing in, the need to help, I, I can help more people. That desire, it, it can be smelt. It comes with a different kind of flavor to it, which isn't the best place to be holding space for. What is the best for this person? What are they looking to achieve? Yeah. It's not about you. No. So there's a, a whole heap of, of stuff there with just energy and frequency. Beautifully yeah, sort of wrapped us feeling guilty or somebody else says, how dare you charge this much? Or maybe you've got imposter syndrome and you got to work through that. Mm. But when somebody says they want something and they don't take the action to do it, they actually truly don't want it. Mm. So Ooh, we really let's hold space there that. as, as yeah. coaches and consultants listening. And it's sales and marketing right now. Everyone says, I need more leads. I need more clients. It's It can be tough out there. It can also be fucking easy and really great. Mm -hmm. If you find the right angle, way, people, platforms, and you're gonna find the right thing for you. But right. if the actions don't align with their what they say, there's a misalignment. What's what's truly going on? What's what's really happening there? What is the true reason? That is the key to crumbs, everything, right? Yep. And then you'll see what's driving them. Where If everybody just took out their latest credit card statement and they look at what they spent their money on this month, that's what they value. Period. That is not a judgment. That is not a guess. That is 100% exactly what we value. And if you look at my credit card statement, I spend money on my dogs. I spend money on organic, high level, amazing food. And I spend level uh, money on, uh, well, my business always, but I spend money on experiences. Mm. Like I don't spend money on things. Like you'll notice I don't, I don't buy things to have things, which again, no judgment, but it's an, oh, it's an experience. Like we went out to a special dinner or we, we had a special experience. So if you look, you could probably tell very quickly what's important to me. And if when people say, well, do I have to spend my money on this. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Mm. Well, I have to pay my mortgage. Hey, you uh, don't. <laughs> This is this is almost turned into like a coaching call. We're covering all aspects of the entrepreneur, but that is a beautiful um, example or analogy of okay, money. There's mm -hmm. time, energy, money. There's three resources that we all have. So with the money, look at the credit card statements. You'll see where you're spending your money, what you actually value. That says yeah. a lot. Then and people time, are gonna be angry. I'm telling you, some people are gonna be angry about what they see. They're like, that's not my value. I'm like, mm, it is. <laughs> there's the data. Not emotion. There's proof. No, and so no if judgment. you can remove emotion from it, like right. time. So the time's the second one. Look at the screen time yes. on your phone or your time. computer. Now it's just, okay, there is one example of where it shows you. You don't have time? Well, this says, duh, 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 duh. again, it's just information. Yeah. And then energy. What, what's the analogy for energy? So if you've got bank statements for time, sorry, money, you've got your screen time for, for your time. What can we use to sort of show 
and see where are we putting our energy? Is it the thoughts that we continue to have? Is it, what's the analogy for that? What do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's our belief systems. It's, it's our paradigm. It's what we thought was gonna keep us safe. It's what mm. we believe and understand to be the right things to do. And if you're frustrated by what you see, like look at what you take pictures of. I guarantee that's gonna also support what's value to you as well. You look at the last 25 pictures you took, <laughs> it's gonna support this, I tell you. So you start looking at that, you're like, is that my belief? Is that truly who I am? Or is there someone else's thought process guiding my belief system on what's important? Yeah. And so that, that will also tell you, are you out of alignment and how are you guided by the energy around you? So this is all about how, how can we all catch ourselves? Because you know, you're, you're a high level coach. You help people through amazing, amazing things and transformations. However, you still have pangs of guilt and doubt and worry and lack of clarity. We all do. The skill is in actually being able to sort of have the support network and catch ourselves in the moment. And once we find these tactics, credit card statements, screen yeah. time, what photos you have. Oh my gosh, this shows, this is what's going on. Is this what you want? Is this right? Cool. You right. can make a change. Yes. And that, that's where we then get to override the programming. We get to consciously sit down and say, is this what I want for my life? Is this really what I want to be important to me? And I get to consciously decide to start overriding it. So you have to look at your belief systems and say, what am I saying to myself all day long? Mm. Am I worth receiving money from clients? Am I worthy of what it is that I'm doing right now? Do I love myself? If I'm looking for how no one loves me right now, do I even love self? And that starts to lead us to whatever our underlying thought processes. And if somebody keeps saying, I want this and they're not receiving it, it's because they mean they don't desire to receive it. And the difference is the willingness to do the hard stuff to get the thing. So I hear people all day long say, well, I want this. I want to lose weight. I want to feel better. I want more money. I want a great relationship, but they're not getting it. It's not because you're not doing the right things. It's because you still believe that it should be easier to get it than you think it is, or you're not willing to do the things that make it feel hard. And one of those things is addressing your underlying belief system about who you are. And that's sort of bolt on there as we sort of juggle all the way through this. It's, it's hard to see on your own. It's hard to see that. It's so tough. You may think, look, look Mark, I'm, I'm doing all this stuff. I'm doing all this. It's like, yeah, but with this scarcity, with this mindset, with this false belief or limiting belief, or whatever it might be, you're actually doing it with this flavor or this twang or there's a whole heap of stuff in there. And also the habits, just because you yeah. want something and you find this, it's like, yeah, oh, you're right. Let's do this. It's hard to keep that consistency up to actually work through it. So, oh, we could, we, we can go for hours on this, but we have to wrap this up. So, oh my gosh, Kirsten, thank you so, so much for you know, sharing your business what you guys do behind the scenes and just talking about you know, things from, from your perspective as well. It's so interesting. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. I love talking to this about this stuff with people who get it. Uh, Cause not everybody gets this. This is, <laughs> this is a woo woo for some people. And they're like, no, I just have to do the steps. I'm like, oh, stay in that logic all day long and keep seeing the results that you're getting are not working for you. So good luck. So, <laughs> right. But I get yeah. it. I I've been there. I'm super logical lady when I, when I get all, frustrated with stuff. But when I drop into my heart space and I start listening to the knowing, it's like, all right, fine. Okay. Got it. And then it comes yeah, through. And you can ease out of that resistance and get more into alignment. Love that. Um, look, if people want to find out more about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you? 
The easiest thing is nourish123.com. Just go right to the website. We've got our mini course on there. They can get our book if they go right there. I mean, it's it's the easiest place to be. So nourish123.com. Awesome. Well, everyone go check that out. And Kirsten, thanks again for the sharing and just playing with us today. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, agreed. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. <laughs>